I, I can't even talk right now. I fucking I'm I'm a B cup. A pika? I'm I'm a B cup. You're a B cup type guy? Yeah. I, I've I've been drinking too many beers. I've been making too many podcasts, man. I'm starting to get, get the beer weights and now I got some boobies. Listen. I, I, I mean I got some take old bitties. Take old bitties. I think the biggest I've gotten was like double D's, but I've never been anything under B. Wait, are you talking about your own boobs or are you talking about girls you <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I'm working out, so you won't see these titties in a while. Okay. Um, I was like, wait, D cups. <laughs> no, no, no. Um I've seen C D's, double D's, and slightly large B's, but no A's, no small B's. Wait, again, are, are we talking about what you <laughs> we're talking about people you've been with or are you talking about yourself? <laughs> people people I've been with. Come on, okay, man. Jesus Christ. I'm My like, shit doesn't wait. grow to double D's. <laughs> I'm, I'm like very fucking confused because you're sitting here listing them off and I'm like, oh, damn, I don't bring the measuring tape. <laughs> no, no, no you, you can't measure mine. Mine are 100% A's. <laughs> You, know you don't need a training bra for mine. You, you, you <laughs> said they're A's. I was about to say for outstanding. Oh, fuck. Hell no. That's how drunk I am. I thought outstanding started with an A. No, no, no. no. Hey, <laughs> listen, man. Uh, I feel like A cups are very underrated as well. I feel like C Frat, cups are overrated. Frat, we're talking to you. He's an A cup. You got nice A's. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's a C cup. Is she? That's what she said on Friends. She said 34C, but if she was sitting in 34D, they wouldn't have a problem when they were talking about... She goes, I remember my seat was 34C, because that's my bra size. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, man, we got to get out of line. She goes, if this, if this was 34D, we wouldn't have a problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't seen Friends. I don't think I will, but... It's an all right show. It, it, wait, do you like The Office? Yeah, but I I stopped watching it after my fourth watch. My fourth. If you like The Office, you'll probably like Friends. It's kind of a similar humor to an extent. Office is more out of pocket. Friends is more safe, but Friends is like laughing throughout. Hmm. Or not, not laughing. I'd say chuckles throughout. I just hate laugh tracks. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I'll, I'll maybe I'll watch it when I'm high or something. All right, on to the next one. Over or underrated men's speedos. Uh, overrated. How so? I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> don't you want to feel like a dolphin in water though? <laughs> just, like, just imagine you gliding through the water because trunks hold you up, man. You know what? I think they're very overrated because I've seen them everywhere. We need to start bringing instead of speedos. We need to start bringing guy thongs. Banana hammocks, hundred <laughs> percent. Banana hammocks, yeah. That's what we need is men thongs. I don't want to. I want to just walk into Target <laughs> with a man thong and buy a man thong on the spot and go Fuck home yeah. a satisfied customer. I need that shit like commercialized. Like I, I need everybody to have guy thongs. Like women all, all have these like G strings and shit. We're gonna have D D strings. <laughs> so you better see my shit hanging in the summertime. You about to see all of his holes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> over or underrated Taco Bell's Mexican pizza. Underrated. How so? Dude, they had to take it off. Like, if they were overrated, 
people would be like, no, like it's okay, take that shit off. But, but it just came is overrated. You know what? I've never had a McRib. And I don't think I've ever met anyone who's had a McRib. <laughs> because you like you mentioned McRib. I think there's bones in that in that shit, you know? It's like I don't think I've ever had a McRib actually. But I always see the see? posters of the McRib is back. I've never ever met someone who's had a McRib before. And I don't I think it's a conspiracy to like make you eat chunks of human meat because that's what i think the mcrib is made out of they bring it back and then they take it away made out of human meat you know what that's believable you would have told me did you have them that i have what the taco bell wings no because i knew that shit was made out of (laughs) deer ankle i i I love myself (laughs) yeah yeah man you eat one of those you go to er you seen all them pictures on Twitter? They were like, oh, I ate them Taco Bell wings. Now I'm in the ER. That was a great <laughs> Man, that, that shit was made out of moose knuckle and deer toes. All right. Over or underrated? Poking holes in your friend's condoms as a prank. Underrated. Exactly. Sorry, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's how we had the first pregnancy in the, damn. In the prank room. I don't want to speak much on that. Uh, good luck to Kylie. Um, yeah, you, very you, underrated. You 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 ain't ever just like you know, hey friend, here if you need a condom, here it is, and then just get a thumbtack and post it to the wall. Then they go thanks, and then they go and use it later. No, if we would have done it to Kylie, because no, because then that would mean I would have to talk to, <laughs> and I don't know how everybody feels about, <laughs> but low key he's giving deadbeat dad vibes. Who's to say he hasn't changed, but let we'll, we'll just roll with that right now. <laughs> I don't know what the news update is now. Maybe he is a good uh, dad. I, uh, Connor, you might have to bleep out his name. Uh, he's a piece of shit and he can rot in hell. But uh, yeah, so fuck Connor, that dude. Connor, bleep out his name. He also gives out serial killer vibes. So if anyone in the area <laughs> you have to bleep out the area too but if anybody in blank area you know fucking if, if you see a guy with cargo shorts that's who i'm believing did it <laughs> oh, man. if he has his pink pants on that don't match pink pants tie-dye shoes and weird short button-up <laughs> and he's balding at an early age and a cosmo app antlers <laughs> oh, shit oh man he's honestly he's the only man i've ever met that has a resting bitch face oh god (laughs) oh man you had to go there oh shit you know what are kicking in (laughs) yeah i'm already i'm already feeling it what is this 8.9 no this is 4.5 but i had two what let me see the other the goza goza is only 4.2 this is 4.2. Yeah, that one's soft. You already know 4.5, 4.2 equals 8.7, which means these panties are coming off. <laughs> <laughs> this just in, I'm getting laid. <laughs> All right, into the next one. Over or underrated? The part of Mitch Jackson where Andre 3000 says, I am for real. Wait, what part was that? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I oh. am for real. 
underrated, bro. What the fuck? I feel like not a lot of people like sing that part. I mean, like, I am for real. Dun, 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 I can say that is probably one of the most iconic hip hop songs of all time. So you're saying it's overrated? No, no, no. It's it's underrated because that part is well. Everything about that song is so fucking iconic and is such a like. If you put that song on, nobody will tell you to skip it. No, fuck, fuck, no. Any Outcast song is not getting skipped in my car. <laughs> not at all. All right. Over or underrated. Making a diss track. Underrated. People need to get dissed. Like, so do you have any coming up on your upcoming album? <laughs> um, you know what? I do have a lot of like disses on my album, but none directly to like people that we know. All right. So people that we know listening to this podcast is not about you, but if the shoe fits. <laughs> if the shoe fits, wear it very tightly. Um, no. And and if you need to make a rebuttal, I still have my studio set up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I see the microphone right now. Shit, we can hit the stew right now. Um, now the, the, how, how many diss tracks have you ever made? I made a couple. I don't think I can like. You know what? Let, let me check my SoundCloud. It, like, like if, if we're not talking like one bar, because like you can't claim like a Drake on no shopping counting as a diss track. We're talking like charged up. <laughs> we're Charged talking back to back. <laughs> we're talking the story of Addy on Duppy Freestyle. We're talking that shit. Let me check because I, I have songs that might. Well, while you check, I can tell you off the top of my head, I've made three. Three? You made three? Yeah. All right, let me check. I have. Oh, actually, I made four. I dissed the girl I'm dating now. I have one. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) The girl you're dating now? Yeah, yeah. I dissed her in high school. And uh, now we're in a relationship. (laughs) I I hope you're not wrong, because that means that I'm bound to have a relationship with whoever I just (laughs) did. I also dissed Lord Booty Eater, and that's my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, let me see. I have one. I have one, two, three. Um, four. We tied? We're tied? Uh, oh, five. Oh, shit. You passed me up. Look, I have a song called Run Your Mouth. <laughs> that, that was directed at someone. Um, and then I have some in my recent so that was that was five right yeah, yeah. now we have all right, six that's dionysus um six seven triple threat jesus christ seven my haters congratulate me no you're at eight that that was eight okay yeah. eight pocket watching nine uh Jesus fucking Christ. Uh that's I once, it. I once dissed twelve people on one track. Twelve Incl- including Eliza and Kylie. Oh god. Wait, I heard about that. You said you were asking <laughs> you were asking people if you can diss them, right? Yeah, basically I posted who wants to get roasted. Then when they said yes, I said how hard do you want me to roast you? And then they'd give me a number and then I would base the <laughs> roast on that. I would just go all out. I'd be like, man. 
fuck you and your shorts. Fuck you well, and your okay, tie-dye okay. shoes. The, the problem <laughs> is, is I made a Tyler diss track a long time ago for no fucking reason. And I kind of went all out on it. And he didn't deserve it. And he was, like, upset about it. Like, Uh-oh. With, with good reason. Because, like I said, I dissed him for no fucking reason. <laughs> other than to prove I could diss him. You're and, like, you know what? I'm kind of bored today. I'm going to diss Lord Booty Eater. Well, what I think it was is that there was, like, a lot of disses in hip-hop at the time. And I was like, I feel like I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, I dissed him for absolutely no reason. He was like, dude, what the fuck? And so when I came up with this idea of, oh, I'm going to diss my friends, I didn't want anyone to go, dude, what the fuck? So, like, I kind of let to them set their gauge. Yeah. Okay. Which is why, like, I think Kylie said, like, seven or something. And I said, she's a bigger pussy than a basket of kittens. Oh, shit. But that's like a seven, you know? What yeah, I mean? You're a bigger pussy than a basket of kittens. That's actually pretty good. That's gas. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put that one on the list. Uh, one of these days, we're just going to have a list. Oh, when we do the Big Dick Diplomats episode, we're just we- going to have our own lyrics. We got to drop that album, man. What Whatever okay. happened to that? So, so this is what I'm thinking, because, like, I, I don't think we'll probably work on it more, but at most we'll do, like, one more song or something and make it an EP, because we have three songs sitting on my laptop ready to go. Swear to God. Yeah. So, like, if we just have a Big Dick Diplomats podcast, then we drop the album the same day. Oh, the same day that the podcast drops? Correct. Dude, that would that'd be, be fucking, fucking lit. And, and Frat's in town for the next couple months, so we have a chance at it. We just have to talk to Lord Boot Eater. Okay. I mean, I have my days off. Well, okay. I'm yeah. Connor, bleep that, because I don't want these groupies to <laughs> <laughs> to know what I'm doing on my days off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so so that's what I was trying to aim for. I don't know if you saw I said that in the group chat. T's the only one that was not responding to it. Shout out, Connor. He's actually going to be on this pretty soon. Really? It's fucking time too. Yeah. It's- oh, can't wait. Uh, Connor, what's the craziest thing you had to believe? <laughs> then he starts saying so many slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no slurs have been said on this. I, I think he should bleep more because <laughs> oh, you God. and Kyle, you and the other Kyle, like to fucking. I, I love those podcasts where it's just you and him because it just sounds so like it sounds so natural. I feel like it. I'm like interrupting a facetime call right uh, it's like between both of you but then you guys start talking about spongebob porn and shit and then i hear moans i'm like god damn it i can't listen to this but it's so like work. and kyle's the other kyle is just so fucking funny man like this dude will be like kyle what why are you no why would you bring that up it's just his voice man he, he's so funny um but yeah, I think we need more more Kyle and Kyle podcast episodes. I feel like you guys are lacking on that, man. Well, what I've kind of figured now is like I found kind of a sweet spot. So I kind of want to I, I found a lot of guests that I want to introduce like new people because mm-hmm. I noticed new people kind of start to rise and it's like, oh, shit, new viewership and all that. And it's new stuff to talk about because it's really hard to make scripts for people that keep coming on. Right, right. But there's some where it's like really, really easy. Like, I like doing those boys ones. If you've noticed, we've done a couple, like, the boys. Right, right. Uh, like, those are kind of easy going. And to be honest, those are easy because I stopped making scripts. Because huh. we we do a boys night, like, 
we normally do it once a week, but it's been pushed off. So like those ones are really easy to do, but I'm trying to like start bringing back doubles while incorporating some new people. But you know what? I like the script the scripted ones. Uh, what's the one with the, with the two girls last time? Oh, uh, Gia and Zabi. Dude, that's by far my favorite episode. Like, I don't know who they are, but that's probably by far my favorite episode. They were the vibes. They, they dude, they were funny as hell. They were very like in tune with each other. Like they just seemed like they were twins. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, they they share a lot of a lot of the same thoughts. I was like, this is actually a good fucking episode. Like, not saying that the other episodes aren't good, but this one's my favorite one by yeah, far. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see that. That's that's the plus of bringing in new people is kind of like finding out where a sweet spot is, and then it, yeah. it, if there's a lot of like the energy of the episode's great, then you bring it back, and then you do it again. And that's not to say anybody who has come on the energy hasn't been good, because to be honest, all these are fucking fantastic and fun to make. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, it's it's somewhere finding a sweet spot and finding talking points and finding what people would be good to talk about what. Yeah, there, um, there definitely comes a, like you said, like a sweet. There's a sweet spot in knowing that you can bring back people who you can already like vibe with, and then yeah. a sweet spot where you can bring new people and like still have that, you know, you can still have that energy where it's like it's comfortable. People speak their minds, and you know, other others will like that episode. I, I just feel like new people and new new guess is like the move yeah not saying i bring in uh like you know I, i'm like what this is like my fourth time coming here maybe it's, even fifth i think this is your fourth because you you had a solo episode the antlers episode uh the couples episode and this is the fourth that's right yeah so this is the fourth okay but you, you know i'm not i'm not against it because obviously i'm here but but, there, there definitely needs to be new guests, and I'm talking no, about like no, no, artists. The, the, there's definitely new guests coming, and like the main problem is, is that I haven't had time. And hmm. now that I will have plenty of time coming soon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've already talked to a few people that want to hop on, so it's going to be very important to me to to get them to hop on. I definitely have people for you to like interview. Uh, people that have you know have just started businesses or they're like putting out music or even, you know, just people that have a lot of character in them that I think you would really like vibe out with. Um, yeah, we would talk more about that after, <laughs> after the episode. Well, uh, let me write that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of people that you can interview that they are just like very zany characters that are very like, they jump out the paper, you know, like, they're they're not bland. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I wrote it in my notes. All right, and cool. We have two more left on over underrated. All right, let's get it. Ripping ass and sniffing it to see if you have COVID or not. Over <laughs> underrated. <laughs> oh man, uh, properly rated. That sounds like a beer chug. <laughs> I, I already finished my other one. Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Sniffing it to make sure. <laughs> Every morning I rip ass and go. 
I don't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I smell that. I'm good to go. Oh, man. I, I didn't even know. Matter of fact, I don't think I could smell my farts when I had COVID. Because I had it, like, what, like two, three times, maybe? You've had it two or three times? I, first time, it was in May. I, I, I remember you were one of the first ones. Or you cut it really, really early into the pandemic. It, it was, I think it was, like, mid-May. And then mid June, uh, we were like me, me and Eliza had COVID, and it was not it was not a good feeling because like it was they literally announced it in March like hey we're having a lockdown and like two three months later we're like fuck we got COVID and you know reports are saying that people are dying off this shit yeah. so we were kind of like all right let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> say grace after every meal and then we we beat the covid allegations <laughs> and then we were like oh, all right back to business as usual um and then we got it a second time i want to say a second time uh i'm not even too sure i think we got it twice no well i, I remember her getting a scare and texting us i don't remember you guys ever text her oh it, it, if you guys did that's get what it, it was i i had never gotten a text saying you did we got we got two COVID scares after that. Matter of fact, we only got COVID once, and we got two COVID scares afterwards. Uh, the first one was like some bitch named <laughs> from from my. Hey, we we can Wait, probably no. we can probably bleep that out, but <laughs> but this bitch, listen, listen, this bitch made me miss two Halloween parties because we weren't sure if we were gonna have COVID or not. This bitch had me riled up because I was in my cute fucking. Uh, alien costume, which was just like, you know, face makeup and shit. Me and Eliza were like fucking ready. We drank it like in our apartment because we couldn't go out anywhere. And we were like, what the fuck? Like this bitch literally like said, oh, I think I might have COVID. And, you know, when people say, I think I might have COVID, you know, they're bullshitting as if they 100% do. Exactly. But I knew she was bullshitting because someone who says, I think I might have COVID doesn't say, I think I might have COVID, you know, like someone who does have COVID would be like, I, don't fucking come near me with a tent, like a 10 foot pole. Like I'm fucking sick. I can't smell this and that. And like, I just think this bitch wanted to get out of work. And like, honestly, I would do the same, but she <laughs> did it to me and I, I was pissed about it. Um, Alex's work. If you're listening, no, you're not. um and then the second time uh gabe got it i don't know when or where the podcast oh shit (laughs) oh shit yeah yeah i remember now uh he got it antlers podcast episode seven oh god (laughs) one person tested positive we won't say who Oh yeah, all right. You can bleep that name out. <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry, Connor. About it on the last one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, um, yeah, that shit. That shit was. Um, it was got me crazy. out of work. Th- that was back. To- I didn't miss work. <laughs> you didn't? What the fuck? I tested. I was negative. I went to work, but that was back to back episode. Or no, not back to back. It was two episodes within a two week span. Where I had someone sitting across from me test positive for COVID. God and th- damn! That tells me that this bar is probably six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I didn't catch COVID. I was six feet apart from you. <laughs> nah, I was yeah, right next to these little barriers up too. I was right next to him too, so it was like 
No, it was crazy. Yeah, it was like I didn't catch that shit. I I wonder if even like Leslie gave it to him, or because <laughs> <laughs> they dropped left and right. <laughs> or, no, because I, I don't think it was Eliza, you know, and it definitely wasn't you. No, he probably got it from somebody else because like it couldn't have been Leslie because it was like weeks apart between the hmm. first podcast where, episode four <laughs> so, so, what you, so what you're saying is masks don't work no i'm, I'm saying <laughs> eventually you're gonna be near somebody and shit happens mm. ah, are 100 effective but sometimes you gotta wrap your shit anyways i heard somebody was wearing a mask and they still got sick uh, sorry. Um, I, I read somewhere on Twitter today that said that someone was in the room, uh, full of like, full of people. Like it was a conference, right? And this person was the only one with a mask, and they heard someone coughing. They stayed away from this person as much as they could, and the one person with the mask ended up being sick. Like the but, only one with a mask. But we don't know where else they've been. Like <laughs> true, true. I mean, somebody people... at home could have caused it. Somebody that they ran into. Somebody like like you never know. You know what I mean? At this point, I get paid to get sick. So if I get it, it's cool. If I don't, it's even better. It's like it, it, either way, it's a win-win. You know what I mean? That's what got you on COVID time three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <nah. laughs> um, right. Yeah. Anyways. We, we got to direct the ship back. We have one last over or underrated. We've talked on it a little bit, but I'll let you rate it properly. Okay. Over or underrated, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Uh, underrated for now. I feel like it's very underrated. Um, see, it, it, see, I can agree with that with me not liking the album that much because for some reason it's getting hate, but like it's a Kendrick album. It's not shit. His worst work is better than most most best. people's best work yeah um it's very underrated because it just came out you know not you can't be like you could say damn is overrated because i think it's a little overrated it is to an extent because like humble got outplayed so fucking quick but like so that album as a whole i keep seeing myself going back to it honestly and, and it's same. replay value is extremely heavy but it's not like a song or it's not an album i sit there and think with you know what? And that's what that's what made it like commercially successful because it, it's not it, you can skip the ones that are very like introspective and like deep and you would still get the majority, maybe even half of the album uh, have like very good replay value. <laughs> I, I kind of don't like the Duckworth one and uh, the God. Uh, oh, really? I love both of those. And that's Duckworth, what everybody says, man. Specifically, Duckworth, the ending, where he tells the story of how he met Top Dog. Yeah, and, like, it, it's cool and all, but it's, like, it's more storytelling than a song. Like, I, I, I fuck with it, but... I like J. Cole! But that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, J. Cole has this element where he can tell a story but still make it a song. There are some hit and misses. I'm not gonna lie. There are some like one or two songs on on each album that that can, I can skip, but overall, most of his albums are pretty good. One of my favorite storytelling songs, and this is actually one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm just throwing this out there because we're talking about J Cole now. Let Nas Down, dude. That's probably his best song on that album. And like, no, I think it's one of his best songs ever. Ever, like it's at least top three. Oof. Um. 
I don't know, man. Because there, <laughs> there's a lot of songs I can name from J. Cole that are pretty good. I think his, and th- this isn't even his best work, but it's one of my favorites. It's called Snow on the Bluff. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. But like the context of that song is a little weird. It, it was because uh, he, I think he was trying to like not even diss a uh, no a, name, out, no name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even trying to diss her, but it like he was trying to like kind of like educate, and it wasn't asked for. It was like, yeah. why the fuck are you trying to educate this girl? But it was like, okay. nonetheless, the song was good. It, it was a fantastic song, but frat. Me and him had a conversation about this, and he brought up a really good point. Is instead of spending a song addressing no name, why didn't you spend a song addressing police violence? True. And that's where he could have gone, but I think at but the I, time... But I agree with the points he made on Snow on the Bluff. I, I, I really do. Yeah, he, he was definitely he was definitely trying to preach and like teach a lesson, but I think it was like, it was very well... Uh, it was not received very well, especially yeah. between... Uh, I want to say people who defend black women, people who sided with No Name, and fans of No Name. They they were they were not impressed by it. And I honestly I see their side. Like I try to see both sides of the coin. I see both sides like Chanel. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, like I can see J Cole's point of view, and I can see No Name's point of view. I I can see why J Cole got a lot of hate for that song, but at the same time. I can see why J. Cole had to drop a song like that. He should have mentioned police brutality. He should have mentioned like all these like um like the the black person uh plight, right? Like the the struggles and, and whatnot. But I just think he his heart wasn't in it. I just think he was talking out of like he was just trying to like respond rather than or what what would you call that? Like he he was uh he was talking back rather than responding to what what she was actually trying to I like. Think he was just clearing his chest. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, that that song is still my favorite because the the beat on that the the melody and the way he like comes at her was kind of like it was very unexpected of him. Yeah. I never I never expected a song like this from him. I did, in the sense of like. He had the same energy for no name that he had for Lil Pump. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I congratulate him for that because that Lil Pump interview was ass, dude. Oh, I haven't even watched it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to watch any fucking interview with Lil Pump. It's it's just gonna make my brain hurt. It was it was. I didn't even see all of it. I saw bits and pieces of it. I tried to sit through it, but it was like it was like J Cole talking to a wall because Lil Pump was like. Oh yeah, I, I guess it's good. Yeah, I relate to that. And it's like, bro, like fucking say something. Like it was like talking to a fucking brick wall. Like it, he wouldn't say shit. So that album is uh, not not album. That interview is ass. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. We were talking about Mr. Morale, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So th- this is still a good jumping point, though. Uh, so list your top five. Who's the top five best rappers in the game right now? In the game right now, fuck. Um, and we're talking about like strictly rappers. Are we talking about flows? Are we talking about bars? What are we talking about? 
We're talking overall rappers. Alive or dead? Alive uh, currently in the game. After this, we're going to do top 10 all time. But like we're going to do top five who are running the game right now. If you want, I can go first because I've some I've semi-prepped for this question. Okay. You, I, I, yeah, go first. Since he just came out of retirement, I got Kendrick first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got Drake second. All right. I got Tyler third. Tyler third. I got Cole fourth and Freddie Gibbs fifth with Lil Baby being a tie. Tied. Okay. I can see it. Um, J. Cole and Kendrick are like tied for first, but I'm going to put Kendrick first just because I know he can deliver. J. Cole can deliver too, but it's usually not how I expect it. Um, so I got Kendrick as my first, J. Cole as my second, Tyler as my third. Fourth would have to be... I want to say, I want to say Jay Z so bad. Uh, and fuck it, Jay Z's fourth and fifth, and I think I'm I'm gonna fumble this later, but I, I'm gonna regret saying this. Isaiah Rashad. Whoa, that's a left field one. Yeah. I, I didn't expect that one at all. <laughs> you know why? Because he has flow and he has bars. And he's very, I don't know, with the new allegations, I feel like people get a lot of hate for just coming out the closet. And I don't know, man. I just feel like, I feel like people got to respect what others do in their free time. Because, yeah. like, I don't go and be like, oh, fuck you for liking this. Like, it's the same with, like, don't yuck my yum. And, like, I don't yuck anybody else's yum, especially when it comes to sexuality or, like, kinks or shit like that. Because it's like, what are we really after? Are you attacking the person or are you basically being, like, homophobic, right? So with, with Isaiah Rashad being fifth, I'm saying this because I think he actually has potential as like the the TDE. You know, he he's yeah. one of like he's probably besides Schoolboy Q. I think he's the second best um, TDE artist there because Kendrick's leaving. I mean, Kendrick was first, oh, obviously. He, he, he's out now. Yeah, so he's got PG Lang on his you know on his belt. That's his new label, right? But. And you know what? I'm gonna replace Jay Z with Baby Keem because Baby Keem has <laughs> bars, bro. And like Jay Z, I'm always I'm only saying Jay Z because Jay Z's been in the game for a long ass time. He he's got he's got catalog. Like you can't go wrong with Jay Z. So he he's my six. But and we can go into like top ten. But yeah, um, top five: Kendrick, second J Cole, Tyler third because I I know he has versatility. Um, uh, Baby Keem fourth and Isaiah Rashad fifth. All right. This is going to be a harder one. Top 10 all time. Top 10 of all time? Yep. All right. So I'm going to go back to. We're talking about rappers or artists? <laughs> rappers, rappers. And rappers? I, I want to clarify rappers because I have my list almost done. I'm legit missing two right now. Okay. And I keep wanting to throw in Kanye. But I like Kanye's artistry. Him as a rapper is lower level. 
Yeah, um, I'm gonna still put him on my list though. Uh, Kendrick's first, J Cole second, T- Tyler's third, and my in my all time of all time. I'm yeah, I'm yeah, not even. We're, we're, we're talking rappers, rappers, not artistry. We're talking like I don't care, man. Time. Tyler, Tyler's like still up there. I I wouldn't put him first place because I just know. Kendrick drops an album and it's it's probably gonna be like it's gonna be top tier, right? You just can't get enough of this man. Um Tyler has that artistry and that uh rap versus um what do you call it? Versatility, versatility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he has it. I just can't put him on top as the best rapper, you know. He he's good. He's good at what he does. And he's my favorite artist. You know this. Yeah. But I just can't put him first. Um fourth. Fourth would be uh it's hard. I would have to look at my playlist, but do you, I do you want me to list mine first? Yeah, go ahead. I, I just finished my list. Matter of fact, let me bring out my, my uh my shit, but go ahead. I got Kendrick number one. I got Jay Z number two. Whoa! I got Andre Three Stacks number three. I got Tupac number four. Oh, two! Wait, we said alive. Oh, for top ten of all time, I mean. Oh, of all time, of, of all, all time. time. Oh yeah. shit, man. Okay, then in that case, we, we're gonna have to well, update that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make we'll make adjustments accordingly. Number five, I got Eminem. Eminem, okay. Number six, I got Nas. Nas. All right. All right. Number seven, I got Biggie. Biggie, wow. <laughs> okay. Number eight, I got Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, all right. Number nine, I got Black Thought. I don't think I know him like that. Uh, from the Roots. Have you ever listened to the Roots? I, I've heard the Roots. I, you know what? I, I need to expand my um my number, artist. Number ten was the hard one for me, but I gave it to J Cole. Damn. So that's of all time. That's of all time. Okay. Um, then I need to update my list. Um, well, okay. Top 10. I want to say Tupac's first. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tupac's first. J- um, Kendrick is second. Biggie is third. Jay-Z fourth. J. Cole fifth. Three stacks, sixth. Seventh is Tyler. And I would give Kanye the eighth place, but I don't think he's there. Uh, as a rapper, I don't think he's there. Well, the problem is, is like the same reason J. Cole took Drake's spot. Ghostwriting has a, yeah. an effect. And like if Ghostwriting didn't count, Dr. Dre would be up there as well. But yeah. Like, Ghostwriting has a huge negative points deducted on my part, and Kanye is an amazing artist. I don't want to take anything away from his artistry. But he's not but the his, best but rapper. His, but his rapping is not up to tier with everyone else I've listed. Okay, eighth is Nas. Ninth is Logic. <laughs> no, ninth Machine is... Gun Kelly. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get hate for this, but ninth is Lil Wayne. 
Well, because I'm not a big Wayne fan, but I know he has a lot of culture and cultural impact well, and a lot yeah, of influence. I was about to say his influence is deep in. He has bars. Nobody can deny his bars. That too. And tenth, tenth, I'm gonna give it to Drake. Just because I know Drake, and Drake on any feature on any song will, you know, he he will come through. And that's like top 10 of all time like yeah, i yeah. like i'm throwing in like recent rappers i'm talking about like kendrick is second and like you you still have rappers like common reason you have rappers like west side gun you the griselda crew freddie well, gibbs you got you, all these you, other you know dudes. how you and me are a different generation when none of us mentioned one person from the wu-tang and, you know what and that's the thing because we we're like we don't come from that generation of like boom bats and like east coast rap although i tend to like gravitate towards east coast rap when it comes to uh to lyrics well modern day in general that too um i just think the wu-tang clan didn't make a huge impact on the west coast Mm -hmm. on the west coast i'm talking about I, I think it's easy to say that with our generation. We didn't grow up with Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang fucking ran our parents' generation. Uh, well, maybe your parents. My parents were listening to Mexican bops. <laughs> but um, I, I, I grew up on uh, reggaeton, right? So, like, yeah. dude, my parents were listening to, like, Mexican jams. I grew up on, like, my favorite music was reggaeton because that was the closest thing to hip-hop that I knew, right? Nowhere near the same thing. Reggaeton and hip hop are not the same shit, right? But it was close enough for me to have that gate, uh, that, that gateway into hip hop and from hip hop turned into rap. And, um, I feel like my first major artist that, that really got me into like reggaeton that kind of paved the way for me to get into hip hop was daddy Yankee. And then from Daddy Yankee, yes. I went to <laughs> that gasolina. Um, from then, I went on to listening to Akon and Soldier Boy. And then after that, it was just like a smorgasbord of artists that that just paved the way for me to like get into hip hop and rap. No, so, it, it, it's crazy because I can still remember the first fucking hip hop song I got into. My mom used to buy all these. Uh, now that's what I call music CDs. Okay. And everyone at school was talking about "Got Money" by Lil Wayne. Oh, "Got Money." Wait, that was your first song into hip hop? Yeah, I swear to God, me and my mom went to Target, and she was looking at whether or not to get the new. Now that's what they call music. And I looked at it, and I saw "Got Money," and I go, "Mom, get it, get it, get it!" So she got it and <laughs> get in the car. I skipped to number, I think it was seventeen or eighteen, and it was "Got Money." Damn! And I was like holy fuck this bops and so i went to school the next day i said if you got money <laughs> you know it. oh my god um that that was my introduction to hip-hop damn um i guess mine was uh oh i, I should throw this out there my mom played outcast and shit in the car but like i didn't consciously know my first hip-hop song until she, she played like Outcast, Beastie Boys, Eminent, like shit like that. But like, it would just be background noise to me. But when my friends okay. at school told me "Got Money" and then I saw it on the CD, then, then you then, found out about like it. I picked my own music. 
Okay. Um, well, then I guess I started off with Soldier Boy's uh, song. Um, that's Superman. Crank that. Oh, crank that. Yeah, that that was my. You. That was that was probably the first song that I listened to where I tried to learn the dance. I tried to learn the lyrics, and I was like, "This is so fucking cool!" And like ever since then, I I've been hooked and never never really stopped. So, I guess you can say Soldier Boy was the first. <laughs> All right, man. So we're getting close to the end of this. Uh. But I can't let you leave without you talking about what you're working on. Tell us what you're working on, man. So I got this new album coming out called uh, Everyone Loves a Villain. And it just, um, dude, I got I got features on it already. I got catchy songs. I got songs that that will, you know, bring the toxic out on you. I got songs that, that will say fuck you to your coworker, your manager, whoever you really hate. And I got songs where you're just like you're like, oh shit, this is kind of deep. But overall it's about my struggles and the struggles of young America and the youth in here. I really think it's gonna resonate with a lot of people because we all we all try to see try to see progress in this world and it's just not happening and i think little by little we can all do it if we all like you know come to terms that if we don't make change now then we probably won't see it so you know and i'm gonna just quote kendrick but or actually kendrick's grandma if you don't get (laughs) if you don't uh get up and uh (laughs) clean your ass that ain't shit gonna change. I forgot how it goes. You, you know the one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, th- this album's gonna make you feel like heard. I-, I feel like a lot of people are gonna resonate with this album. So um, honestly, I'm I'm not even I'm not even hoping for ten people to listen to it. I'm hoping only one person gets their minds changed. They I I I hope they get heard, and honestly, I hope they can relate to to my shit. Do you and that, have a do you have a aim date on when it's gonna come out? I was saying the sixth of June, but I think I'm gonna push it back. I think okay. I think I'm gonna just release it on my birthday, which is October twenty seventh, because okay. I still need to record. I still need um the mixing and masterings, and I feel like I just recently got new beats and I'm gonna take away some songs and put some new ones. Uh, okay. The songs that I'm taking away are going to be put out as singles, but not on this album. And it's going to be available on Apple Music, Spotify, and any like large platforms that, that you can think of. And I'm SoundCloud, making YouTube. Yeah. And I'm working with a couple friends. Uh, shout out to Marcos. But we're going to. Um, we're going to do a music video and we're going to shoot some. Um, some some photo shoots. Sorry, I'm like burping from this beer. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, um, yeah, we're gonna shoot some videos. We're gonna, we're gonna do some photo shoots, and hopefully, we can get a couple views on YouTube. I'm not even hoping for a lot because I'm just doing it for the love of rap and hip hop. That that's a good attitude to have. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Vince Staples. He did an interview, and 
he had said something about like they asked him if he cares about commercial success and he goes i don't give a fuck people are spending time out of their day that they don't have to to listen to my shit if they're doing that then that's enough for me and that that's that's the, that's the way i'm taking it right now if they if i even get one listen on one song that's a win for me cuz uh that that just means they like you know, Vince Staples said they took time out of their day to listen to the song. And I kind of give the same treatment. Uh, I I give the same treatment I would give myself to other artists, which is one listen. And if I'm hooked, I promote it. If I don't like it, I treat it as any other song and I keep it pushing. Um, likewise, if you if you're listening to my music and you don't fuck with it that's fine because it, it's not it's not meant for you it's meant for me i'm i'm writing this music for myself if it resonates with you so be it if it doesn't you know fuck it move on to the next song and i i feel like a lot of people look for when a new album drops they're looking for the bops first they're looking for like you know party songs they're looking for like club bangers but they seem to miss out on the gems that that are like the slow songs or even like very like introspective songs which are like you know like that song on uh, Mr. Mor- Morale's album uh, called Mirror, I think that one was very like emotional, very deep, and it's it's the last song on, on his album. But I think those are the best types of songs, and I have I have maybe like two or three of those in there, and I have a couple bops that are in there, like you know shit that you can listen to at the club, very catchy, very. Um, very i wouldn't say repetitive but you'll definitely know the chorus by the end of the song (laughs) so i mean they'll have you you know they'll have you going bopping your head and shit and you'll be like oh damn okay so i mean i i got talent in me it's just it's just a matter of getting it out recording it and you know making myself get heard Yeah, yeah all right well you heard it here Grim, October 27. Grim the 7G Pimp on SoundCloud if you want to go check out his his music. I said that right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realized after the last one I had said your name fucking wrong. <laughs> you know what? It, it's, not, it's not even your fault because I, I feel like it's not even catchy. It's not like it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue, so I'm going to change my name real soon. So, um, Well, shit, shit. Just plug your Instagram right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, you know what? It's... A, it's Alex FYB, so that's A Y Y E I T S A L X A L E X F Y B. So, so go follow him on Instagram, and uh, he has a SoundCloud link attached. You can listen to his music. He has ten diss tracks if he's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, it's a, good fucking, it's a good fucking show, brother. You know what? After this, you're getting a diss track too. <laughs> Make it right. eleven. What what other eleven people want to hop on or get dissed on yeah. my next rebuttal? That shit just pissed me off. Now. <laughs> Lord Booty Eater, you're next. You're next, young hentai. <laughs>